What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions. Here we go. I'm Danny. I'm Garrett. I'm Taylor. So, you know, might be listening for the first time ever. Terminal Transmissions, pop culture. We like to flap gums. We talk about TV, movies, video games, science and tech. It's pretty cool. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just talk about three of them. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this is our 65th episode. It is. Uh, which is a lot of numbers. It is. It's really almost too many. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about a Sam and Twitch TV series, which is a spinoff of Spawn, or a Spawn-off, as it were, uh, <laughs> being developed by Kevin Smith. Uh, we're going to talk about some new info that came out potentially about the next Overwatch hero, maybe. Uh, we're going to talk about some casting news for the live-action Lion King movie, which should be fucking really super cool. Uh, and then we're going to finish it up talking about the new Van Helsing reboot and how it's supposed to be scary as P.S. Yeah. Awesome. Pretty Fuck exciting. yeah. So, tiptoeing my way over to TV Town, uh, I wanted to talk about this Sam and Twitch TV series. So, it's basically nothing, mm-hmm. right? There's no, like, casting or, like, release date or anything like that. Um, it's being developed by Kevin Smith for BBC America, which right is on. interesting. Um, it is very interesting. Yeah, so... Kevin Smith's been, like, trying to kind of, like, eke his way into more TV mm-hmm. of late. Yeah, I didn't know that he was directing, like, yeah, so, Arrow and The Flash and stuff. Yeah, he's done a few episodes of Supergirl. Uh, I think I think he's done two episodes of Supergirl, an episode of The Flash, and an episode of Arrow. Something like that. Cool. My numbers might be off. I, did, I didn't know really that. cool. Yeah. They um, need someone like him. Yeah, and then he also was working on that Buckaroo Banzai TV show. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. actually fell through. It's not happening. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't it hear got, about that. It got canceled. Oh, uh, damn. There was some, like, lawsuit issue, and he was just like, I'm not... Nope. Really? Yeah, because he's Kevin Smith, so he's like, yeah. oh, I'm not gonna... F- I fucking zero care about dealing with this if there's, right. like, some, like, long, drawn-out, like, l- like, legal process, so yeah. just never mind. It makes sense. And then... So, yeah, he's got he's got all these movie projects that have been, like, either really short and easy or have gotten, like, blown up, and then he's been kind of, you know, dipping his wick into TV, mm-hmm. so now he's got his own series that he's going to be working Fuck on. yeah. Uh, he is supposed to be, like, writing, directing, and producing it. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. They're very cool. And I think that the material is perfect for him. Yeah. yeah. So, and what's even cooler about it, so for those of you who've never read Sam and Twitch or don't know what that is, the night, what was it, like, early 90s mm-hmm. comics spawn, there were these two recurring homicide detectives, New York homicide detectives yeah. named Sam and Twitch. Uh, that was their nicknames. Their real names were like, Flimsel, Glimsel, Glimsel, Slimsel. <laughs> um, I have it written here, so I'll just say it. Uh, Sam Burke and Maximilian Twitch Williams. Um, I think I prefer the other one. Yeah, Sam and Twitch. No, Sam the him, himsel, glimsel, flimsel, flimsel. Oh, was that what I said? I think so. I think you said close. almost exactly what I said. <laughs> um, but they sh- would show up like every now and again yeah. like in an issue uh, when there was just some kind of like real fucking gnarly murder. Yeah. Uh, and they ended up being popular enough to get their own comic. Yeah. Uh, and their comic was super dark and like gritty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just them like solving these fucking horrible like grisly crimes. Right. So they are going to be carrying that over to the show. It's supposed to be like a procedural cop show. Yeah. But with them solving <laughs> these like horrible, like gruesome occult murders. Uh, one thing that they said is they're going to sort of like take back a little bit of the like super dark parts. 
oh, and just really? fill that in with like dark humor. Okay, which is it's perfect for Kevin Smith. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. it is, and it's probably a good idea because some of that shit I don't think would translate well to television. Right, right, right. Some but, of it's just like look at this graphic murder scene. Uh, yeah, like look at how well Todd McFarlane can draw can draw gore. Yeah. And yeah. nightmares. Yeah, he he did a lot of that. It's yeah. just like splash page of yeah. just like blood and entrails just everywhere. Corpus. Whatever happened to that one show that you guys were talking about, The Boys? Oh, Is yeah. What, what did called? happen with that? I mean, it's still in development. You're supposedly. talking supposedly. about like, gore and like not translating well to TV. And I just thought about that yeah. and realized that you talked about it a really long time ago. Yeah. I haven't heard anything. I honestly forgot that they were doing it. Yeah, I might have to Google. It's worth a Google. Sorry for the derail. No, it's cool. No, it's very similar. Yeah, it's related 100%. Yeah, Yeah. it's a comic book that is also just all like, how much can we push the envelope in in relation to like graphic violence? Yeah. Cool. And even with having like Game of Thrones and like Preacher on the Mm -hmm. air. A full blown one hundred percent like page to page to television. The boys would be too much for like any yeah, channel. Yeah, like yeah. Cinemax wouldn't put that shit. Yeah, on. It, it, they they're, <laughs> they're going to have to like just imply some stuff because there's a lot of stuff implied with the boys, but there's a lot of stuff that's just shown that you're like Christ. Yeah, like oh. like like scarring you for life. Yeah, type of stuff. Yeah, but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So. It's kind of cool that they're going to tone that down and kind of mm-hmm. crank up the like dark humor a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that the like Kevin Smith's like dialogue skills mm-hmm. will come into play really well for that kind of TV oh, show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, there's no release date or anything. It's just kind of like he's signed on to do it. I like um, it. A lot of these comic book shows get fast tracked to mm-hmm. hell and back again. So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out next year, even though we're just hearing about it now. Um, but hopefully we'll see some casting news soon or hear a little bit more about it because I think it's really cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and I'm. As much as I enjoyed, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna say enjoyed, not liked. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Tusk and Yoga Hosers. They were both like real, <laughs> not for not for mortal men, right? Um, <laughs> so it'd be nice to see him come out with something that might be a little bit more like accessible. I don't want to, yeah, accessible. I was gonna say mainstream. I was gonna say not mainstream, mm-hmm. but accessible is 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 totally the word. Something that like at least more than four people will <laughs> actually be able to watch without quitting. Yeah, definitely. Talking about Overwatch, which we haven't done in quite a long time. Very surprising. Yeah. Very surprising. We, we, I'm proud mean, of your restraint. Yeah, that was a hiatus for sure because it wasn't like we were never going to talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you go through phases. Yeah, definitely. It's just like your whole life. Well, like, yeah. honestly, when we first started the podcast, it was like right when Overwatch came mm-hmm. out. So yeah. we talked about it like four times an episode. Yeah, it's real. Uh, so yeah, exciting potential news. Uh, like Danny said in the intro, it's nothing that's 100% confirmed or locked in, but it's basically locked in. And that's the thing about Overwatch is you never can be too sure mm-hmm. because they really like to mislead us on oh, what's yeah. coming out next. Oh, yeah. Um, but hopefully this is the thing. Yeah. So for the last couple of months, everything looked like it was pointing to the next hero being Doomfist in some regard or another. And then a while back, as we talked about on the podcast, uh, Terry Crews came out in support of wanting to voice Doomfist. Yeah. Like, he to the point, like, releasing a video of him, like, reading made-up Doomfist lines <laughs> off a piece of paper yeah. at, like, a con. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, I personally think that he was supposed to be the next hero. And this is complete 100% conjecture, but, yeah, I think that Doomfist was going to be the next one. And then there was so much hype for Terry Crews to do it that Blizzard has to do it now. That might not be true. 
uh, maybe they're not using Terry Crews, and maybe Doomfist wasn't going to be the next hero. Maybe because uh, Doomfist has been a plot point. Doomfist has been established in the lore since before the game. Came yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. That uh, very first like like video that came out of like um, Winston and Tracer mm-hmm. at like the airport. Yeah, yeah. That was they, like the first they mentioned Doomfist in that video. Before, yeah, yeah. That was literally before the game. Yeah, came the gauntlet out. is like the the main like set piece of that video. Yeah. Uh, a kid actually uses it. Yeah. He he like picks up Doomfist gauntlet and and like punches Reaper with it, and it's awesome. So. Also in uh, Numbani, the the level in Overwatch at game launch, there, there's these three. Uh, what are, what are those things called? Uh, not tapestries, but like banners. Right, right, right. Showing the three different forms of yeah. Doomfist that he's taken because it's the gauntlet that actually is Doomfist, not yeah. the person. Exactly. Yeah, and also that remains to be seen, like what exactly it is, because the first one it's like brass knuckles. Yeah, and then the second one it's like a, an actual gauntlet, and the third one it's just that dude's arm. Yeah. So also on Numbani, the the payload that you're moving on Numbani, the map is Doomfist Gauntlet. Yeah, on a, like a, a weird hover car. Uh, so recently there was like I guess a data mine mm-hmm. of the recent patch, and they had included that glass being broken and the Doomfist Gauntlet gone. Yeah. So that's going to be in the game unless they're just totally like trolling us. Unless Blizzard is totally trolling us, which I don't think. Um, so something happens with it in the story because there is an overarching story going on in in Overwatch. But anyway, apparently last week Jeff Kaplan, who's who's the like the the dude, yeah, he is Overwatch. the Overwatch. Yeah, he uh, he's really cool, and he said on the forums that the next hero uh, that's coming out is not who everyone thinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, the internet slept on that because I even like follow Overwatch pretty mm-hmm. heavily, and I didn't hear anything about Nobody that. Nobody cared until this came out. Yeah, because had I read that, I'd been like, whoa, okay, well it's not Doomfist because that's who everyone thinks it is. Anyway, today. Uh, which is Tuesday, the 21st, there was an, a new article that was posted on the Overwatch website, the, mm-hmm. the, the main Overwatch website, and uh, it, it, under Atlas News, which is like in lore, uh, what, what's that called? Uh, kind of like ARG, but... Right, 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 right. Yeah, anyway, and uh, previously, there had been some information put out on this, like, basically, it's like a fake newspaper, online uh, online newspaper kind of journalistic source, Uh but it's supposed to happen like in the universe, right. and uh, before they had posted some information from it detailing like Soldier Seventy Six's background info and a little bit of info about Sombra and the Sombra ARG, and we got a new news article today, and it's about this eleven-year-old girl. Uh, her name—I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right—but Effie Oladale. That sounds right to me. Uh, and she's a native of Numbani. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. So in the lore, Numbani is one of the only places, if not the only place, uh, that they actually actively allow human and Omnic, which are robots, uh, to coexist. I think it's the only place. Yeah. Um, it's like a big deal. There's uh, like voice lines about it. I know that uh, Zarya is like pissed off about it, and she like she like is disgruntled about it. And uh, Lucio has a couple lines about it. And there's a, there's a few other character lines about it being like living in harmony and Zenyatta says a couple of things. So I think this is really cool. And I think that that's important because this 11 year old girl is a uh, robotics and artificial intelligence prodigy, which is yeah, like my favorite thing that's ever happened. She specifically talks about like building drones and building robots. So there's some speculation because some people (laughs) were saying like we were reading a couple articles about it and they were saying like, 
oh, it probably wouldn't be okay for like them to just be like hitting like an eleven year old girl um, with so, rockets and a hammer. <laughs> yeah, so she's probably because basically, yeah. There's there's gonna, there's only like one of two possibilities. Probably either one. She's like in a mech, mm-hmm. which I I don't really think. Yeah, I don't think they would do another diva. Mm-hmm. And two is that she's she has like a drone robot fighting fighting for her and that's like the actual hero that you see and then you would like she's remote controlling it basically right um which i think would be really fucking cool uh and so the the quote is 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 really cool too because she says um this is this is the direct quote from the article uh it says how did you get into robots robots and artificial intelligence and she says well i've always been interested after mom and dad got me my first robotics kit i became obsessed with putting together little drones when I first got good at it, I tried to build robots to do my chores and help out around the house. My parents think it's cheating. It's no fair. I want to create things that make our lives better, and someday my dream is to build something that will keep us safe, like the new OR-15s. I think that would be great. So I think that's exactly what it is. I think it's it's basically spelling it out for us. I think that she does create something, such as an OR-15. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it sounds dope. Uh, so yeah, I think that she creates a robot, and it's... Or, or maybe maybe she isn't. Maybe it's like another Bastion mm-hmm. or another, like, maybe she does create, like, an Omnic. Because it does say that she's an artificial intelligence uh, genius. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense for her just to create a robot that's, like, and so she's just in the lore while not being a character, which would also be really cool. And just really her whole, like, it seems, like, too, like, MacGuffin-y for her to be, like, I make drones. Right, 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 like, right. It'd be very cool if she was more of like a battlefield, like zone control type character, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like using drones to like drop AOEs and like oh, maybe yeah. even be like a like an advanced kind of support. Yeah, that'd be um, fucking dope. That would be super fucking rad. Yeah, I, I really hope I, I I would love to see some dynamic in that regard. I, I would love to see other heroes that aren't just like shooters. Right. Uh, I really like what they did from, from the ground up with like Symmetra, for instance. I really think that that's, that's really neat, uh, as a character and as like her technology and, and how she's utilized. It's very different from what you normally see in, in, in shooters. I would love to see more characters like that, Mm -hmm. that are not just like, Hey, I'm, I'm this guy and I have this gun and it's different because of this. Right. And these are my abilities. I, I want to see, and I think that if anyone can do it, it's Blizzard. Uh, but yeah, I want to. I want to see like crazy kits that are all over the place that that really control like the flow of battle. Kind of like uh, uh, like the spy in in Team Fort. Like yes, he he could be used as like a sniper esque character, but honestly, like how like people playing him changed the way that the game like flowed, and that I don't know. That to me is way cooler than just like. Here's this girl, and she made a robot, and it shoots. Right. It, Bastion 2. Yeah, you totally know? agree. Yeah, so yeah, especially when it's like, I'm this 11-year-old girl, and I can completely like control the battlefield. Sounds way fucking cooler to me. But it remains to be seen. Any info about it? Yeah. <laughs> In movie news, it was announced that um, the Lion King live-action reboot has cast James Earl Jones as Musafa. I can never Mufasa. Mufasa. <laughs> Thank you. You were close. Yeah. I to can't, be fair, I, honestly, I can never remember. And uh, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, as Simba, aka Don Glover. <laughs> well, I was going more for Orlando Calrissian, but. <laughs> 
Okay, both. <laughs> Equally valid. So, um, Lion King is actually one of my favorite Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe like the my favorite Disney movie, mm-hmm. right up there with Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, which are also being rebooted as live action movies. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind yeah, I just kind of wanted to chat about this because I really like both of these actors, and I'm really excited, especially about Donald Glover. Yeah, fuck yeah. And and one thing that we talked about, which is hilarious, is that as long as James Earl Jones is alive, mm-hmm. you have to cast him as Darth Vader right. in Mufasa. Like, right. You, <laughs> what, why? What, what do you do? Like, yeah, what yeah. choice do you make? Who do you get <laughs> if he's still alive? Like, right. what excuse do you have? Mm-hmm. Honestly, if he's dead, like clip together a bunch of his movie <laughs> lines to make a, a voice. Yeah. I mean, you really could, especially with Lion King. Yeah. He's got like five really important lines. Yeah. Just yeah. replay the same lines from the first one. Yeah. Lions. So, um, John Farvro is supposed to direct, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what else he's doing for the film, but he is definitely directing, which is awesome. I really like him. Um, I think think he also did the jungle book yeah so it's kind of gonna be uh the same style where the animals are going to look much more realistic Mm -hmm. um he did speak like on how there's no humans in this story so Mm -hmm. that's gonna be challenging but i'm just really excited because i really love lions and kings yeah but like lions are my favorite animals so i love lion king and i also love lions and they're gonna be like realistic lions Mm -hmm. so Sign me the fuck up. Do you think it's going to be like they're going to put all the songs in like they do with Beauty and the Beast? Or are they just going to put in like one or two of the songs like they do like with Jungle Book? I, have, I really don't understand why they wouldn't put all the songs in because they're so wonderful. And you can say that, but they did that to Jungle Book, mm-hmm. which is the same thing directed by the same yeah, guy. But it arguably Lion King songs are better than Jungle Book songs. Arguably better, but not more iconic. That's not true. There's no way. Bare Necessities is, like, the only iconic song, in my opinion. And then you have, like, Akuna Matata and Can You Feel the Love Tonight and I Just Can't Wait to Be King. <laughs> These are songs that... I'm more excited about Be Prepared. Fuck all the songs you just said. Yeah, and that one, too. These are just one wonderful songs. Wait, isn't Mulan not getting songs? Correct. Oh, fuck what? off. What? That's like, Are you serious? That's that's a travesty. Honestly, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I read that a what while the back. That, yeah, Mulan's like zero songs. Yeah, I think it's the only one that's not getting any. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. And it's and it's like I get like you can cut all of them except for I'll make a man out of you, it's which is like be one of the best Disney songs so of all time. Depressing without music. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's such a sad story. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that really makes it better is the comedic relief of the soldiers and the songs and like. And fucking Mushu. You think they're going to get uh, Eddie Murphy back? For sure. <laughs> I don't know. For sure. They have His to. career has skyrocketed since then, you know? Well, he's going to be in... Uh, they're doing a Beverly Hills Cop 4. Are they really? Yeah. Christ. Well, that makes me mad. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the Beverly Hills Cop 4 thing, the Mulan thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I read that a, a while back, and I was really bummed out about it, too. And it... It would only make sense if they also weren't doing any of the songs for the other movies. Mm-hmm. But then I and I saw I didn't think that they were. And then when I saw the Jungle Book, and I mean they, I think they only had two. Mm-hmm. But it was still it was it fit perfectly. It was awesome. And so it was like I get you you could strip out some of them, but I'll make a man out of you is legitimately one of the best Disney songs of all time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You could you could throw away every other song in that movie, but okay. not having that one's weird. Okay. Which which other reflection? Oh come on! 
Come on. <laughs> that, that's Us like, are, like debating Disney songs validity is my favorite fucking thing. <laughs> um, also, related to this, I saw an article today that was titled, Lindsay Lohan wants to play Ariel in the Little Mermaid reboot. Hi. And I fucking <laughs> hated it. So, like, here's the thing. So, like, you can't get Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Matthew Broderick back, right? They're both old and nobody gives a shit. Right. You get... You get fucking Donald Glover to do Simba. But, like, you get James Earl Jones back as Mufasa. Mm -hmm. Do you get back fucking Rowan Atkinson to do Zazu? Do you get back Nathan Lane to do fucking Timon? Do you get back fucking Whoopi Goldberg and fucking Cheech Marin to do the fucking hyenas? I feel like the voice actors, if they're still around and they want to be a part of it, absolutely. But... Because the they recast, fuck does Lindsay Lohan think they she recast is? everyone for Jungle Book, but all those voice actors are dead as fuck. Yeah, right? so it doesn't, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. But it's like if you got what, back James Earl Jones, Scar, Scar, Jeremy uh, Irons, yeah, Jeremy. Oh Irons. my god, Jeremy Irons has to play Scar. He's still around. His voice acting's on point. He was Alfred. In he's the, like scarier Lego, Lego now Batman. that he's oh, older. Really? Yeah, his voice is scarier. That dude's my. That's my dude. That's my dude. He's the worst. Scar, yeah. not Jeremy Irons. Scar's off the chain. Oh no. yeah, both. I mean, like it's it's in the same. It's like I'm not saying I like Scar. I'm not one of those. It's not like Kilgrave's dope. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like he's was, an awesome. That was a thought that just an, ran he's through an my awesome head. Villain. He is an awesome. He is villain. an awesome villain. Yeah, he Fantastic. fucking he just fucking kills his brother and his nephew and like nut for just for fun. Yep. Just doing it. Yeah, so y'all can get fucking stomped. Spoilers. Lion. Oh my god. Spoilers. Lion King spoilers. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I personally think, just, you know, scooting back to Little Mermaid, but I personally think, like, Isla Fisher would be a great Ariel. She's she's redheaded and very cute and pretty. Isn't she, like, 50, though? She is not 50. How old is she? I don't know. Probably, like, 35. Who is this? Isla Fisher? Yeah. Who is that? I love, okay. I don't really know how you would know her, but she's Sasha she's, Baron Cohen's wife. She's, oh, Yeah. Okay. Now you see me in fucking wedding crushes. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. That's Come right. On. Sorry, I Jesus. don't know what you remember. She's and also what like you don't five remember. foot none. Well, Ariel's Ariel a is mermaid. Long limbed. She's forty one. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, she looks fantastic. I mean, with that being said, as long as it's not Lindsay Lohan or Emma Stone, it's gonna be Emma Stone oh. for sure. <laughs> no. Now that no. she knows she showed off her tepid ass singing on fucking Oscar <laughs> night. Woof. <laughs> Count me out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tepid ass singing. That's amazing. So in movies, we're going to talk about Van Helsing and this monster, this big monster mash, if yeah, you will. Yeah, it was the a graveyard, graveyard smash. smash. Yes! Oh, my God. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Which is arguably the best song ever, better than even Just Can't Wait to Be King. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was, I've been waiting like 65 episodes. It's for us to be able to get the Monster Mash insane. <laughs> We've been working on a Monster Mash bit this whole time. Anyway, uh, I'm fucking pumped about these movies. Yeah, me too. These monster movies are going to be off the chain. Yeah. I did find out a revelation today, just to preface all of this with, I thought, for the life of me, I really did think that uh, Tom Cruise was Van Helsing in these movies. I thought that it was going to be like a twist on it, that they were they were, they were taking like hey, we're going to be doing, like, Van Helsing, but he's, like, a Navy SEAL yeah. instead of, like, an occult hunter guy. Apparently that's not the case. Uh, Tom Cruise is just, like, Joe Schmo. We made him up for this movie. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so jumping right into it. So uh, The Mummy actually comes out. It's it's the first of the, the in these series of movies. Mm -hmm. And uh, it introduces the world. And uh, it comes out in June, right? Yes. Yeah, June. And uh, 
So we don't have a lot of info about the rest of these movies, but we know there's going to be Johnny Depp is going to be the Invisible Man, and Russell Crowe is going to be Doctor Jekyll. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rock is going to be Wolfman. Yeah, which I'm, I'm real pumped up about, and Javier Bardem is going to be Frankenstein's monster, which is fucking wild. Yeah, Good it's casting. actually not Doctor Frankenstein. This is monster. Yes. yes, that's true. That's, Who, that yeah, is did they say he was going to play Doctor Frankenstein? I, uh, not that I know of. But Terrence they Howard. Oh, <laughs> made it up. They, they could be have an but interesting duo. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> no, no. Uh, anyway, so this is really neat because uh, this this movie doesn't have a lot of info about it. This, the Van Helsing movie doesn't have a lot of info, uh, but we do have the writers, not the director or producer or anything. But we do have the, it has two writers, which both of them are wild to me, mm-hmm. but really cool. They're both really cool for this. Uh, I think for this project, uh, the two writers are. Um, it's the guy that wrote Passengers, mm-hmm. and then the guy that wrote Arrival? Yes. Yeah. Arrival. Sorry, I can't read with this fucking thing. It's <laughs> a, good, a good space movie and a bad space movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he also wrote Lights Out and The Thing and Nightmare on Elm Street. So he's got some... Scary. He's got yeah. some experience with the horrors. Yeah, which is the best part about this, if, to me, is that uh, they, they specifically said it's going to be scary. Right. Which is awesome. Uh, and he also said another cool thing that I re- I really liked. Um, uh, he said that, so he, he, quote, I don't know what it's going to look like at the end process, so I'm going to withhold on commenting on really where it lands. I can say that my intent stepping in was to make it as scary as possible, partly because I know how to do that, and also because when you're only human surrounded by a bunch of supernatural creatures, that's got to be absolutely unnerving. Right. Uh, which I love that. I, I, I absolutely do. Van Helsing is going to be just a, a normal Joe with no powers or anything, and mm-hmm. he's going to be able to like stand toe to toe with monsters. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love that. I think yeah, it's like I really the coolest like it thing. when the superheroes are kind of like <clears throat> on the back burner. Mm-hmm. They're like in the universe, but they're not the main characters. Right. I like that kind of um, idea. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I like superhero movies, but it's cool when a director can do that in yeah. a cool way. Yeah. Yeah, specifically, he said, only uh, in the past, he's grown disenchanted with the idea that, quote, only super people can solve the world's problems, end quote. So, yeah, I fucking love that. I, I, I'm so pumped. Uh, I like the character of Van Helsing. He has a lot of, of history. He's been done really well in the past. He's been done really poorly in the past. I really didn't care for the Hugh Jackman movie. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. What a shit movie. Kate though. <laughs> Hey. Yeah. Um, but I'm pumped up about this. I it's just it we keep hearing cool stuff about this universe and uh I think that they're doing it really, really well. So pumped. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really cool. And I mean I get that they're just like riding on the coattails of like shared universe like mm-hmm. movie world. But whatever. I think it'll be dope. So I'm excited. Agreed. Yeah. So I think that's all. Cool. You should uh you guys could should you guys should check out our new podcast, Cosmogenesis. Mine and Danny's other podcast that we just started, and we're like four episodes deep in. It's there. fucking dope. Yeah. I'm not in it. Yeah, it's, it's just me and Danny. So it's not as good. Yeah. <laughs> See you next but time. You can still, still check it out, though. Bye.
transfer complete. Program terminated.